Look at uh, John chapter 15. John chapter 15. <clears throat> If you are there in John chapter 15, I will read from verse number 1 to verse number 9. <clears throat> chapter 15 of the book of John, verses 1 to 9, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the true vine, or I am the vine. <clears throat> ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast, cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. As the Father had loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for this time together once again that you have given us. Lord, um, it is a blessing to see um, this passage of scripture being spoken and read before the ears of your people so that we can see, Lord, that uh, it is truly um, you are wanting us, Lord, to remain faithful to remain faithful to your work, to remain faithful to the work of the ministry, so that, Lord, in our faithfulness, we'll be repaid by um, abundant blessing, Lord, because a, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. And you have promised that, Lord, that um, wh whoever is that person that will serve you faithfully, uh, Lord, you will repay that person with um, joy, contentment, and all the things, Lord, that um, can be given to him, and he will receive those spiritual blessings. Now, Father, I pray that you continue to impress upon our hearts, Lord, to encourage us to serve you better, to serve you even more. And I pray, O oh God, that um, um, your people right here, uh, here in this church, uh, will also allow themselves to be used by you, O oh God, because, Lord, you are a, a, a faithful master. You are a, a faithful master to us. And Lord, you will always give um, rewards to your people. And Lord, I pray that um, we will be serving you faithfully and that Lord will be found faithful by you. Um, continue doing the work that you have uh, laid upon our hearts and upon our, our shoulders uh, to continue on until the day of Jesus Christ. Bless all of us tonight. Thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Um, here in John chapter 14, in verse number 30, the Bible says here, Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me, but that the world may know that I have loved, the, that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so, I do. Arise, let us go hence. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ in this passage, in verse number 30 to verse number 31, or last uh, verses of verse, uh, chapter 14, uh, he's indicating that there is this enemy um, that uh, will, is going, is trying his best to stop him for what he's doing. And he understands that the Lord Jesus Christ's ministry here upon this earth uh, is going to end very soon and with that he taught his people that you know uh, i'm going away sometime soon and and he's going to leave uh, the disciples by themselves so therefore the lord jesus christ has given them this um like encouragement that do not do not be discouraged yeah when i go away 
um, there's someone that will come to you. He's mentioned that in verse number in verse number 17. Go back to chapter 14, chapter 14, so that you will understand why he said these words. In verse number 17, he said, I will start verse number um, maybe 16, and I will pray the Father, <clears throat> and I will pray the Father, that and, and he shall give you another comforter. Now, there's another comforter. The Lord Jesus Christ, again, showing to his disciples that I'm not going to be with you for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm not going to be with you now. I have to leave you. But do not, do not get discouraged because there is another comforter. You know, when the Lord Jesus Christ was here on earth, the Holy Spirit, you know, will, did, did not go to, um, to dwell to the, to the people, to the hearts of the people, to the lives of the people. But the Holy Spirit, you know, had to come when Jesus Christ rose to heaven. When the Lord Jesus Christ went to heaven, then the Holy Spirit has to come. And this time when the Holy Spirit comes, He's not just, you know, somewhere floating in the air. The Holy Spirit indwells in all the believers. He indwells those people and live with them. And stayed in them. So that is why uh, this is more beneficial in that sense. Because if Jesus Christ was here, the Holy Spirit would not stay in the people's lives. But when the Lord Jesus Christ went back to heaven, then the Holy Spirit can stay in the people's hearts, the people's uh, life. And that's what happened to us today. The Lord Jesus Christ is not here, but each and every person that receives Jesus Christ is indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God. All of us, you know, are in, are indwelt with the, with the Spirit of God. As you see that, I think it is in um, 1 Corinthians 6, verse number 19. What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Now, your body and mine all of us individually but corporately all of us are indwelt with the holy spirit of god the holy spirit will not leave us nor forsake us the holy spirit will always be here until the lord will take us in the rapture because this is the holy spirit it's like a magnet it's, we are like you know some an object that has a magnet attached to us and when when the lord jesus christ will come all of those that have Holy Spirit will be will be shoot up, you know, shooting up into into the sky and and receive the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, meet the Lord Jesus Christ uh, in the skies. So, for those of us who have Jesus Christ in our life, in our heart, then that's what what's going to happen to us. But for those people who do not have Christ in their life, they don't have that Holy Spirit. It's like they don't have the magnet. They will not fly away. They will not um, jump out of the soil and, 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 and reach into uh, the air because they have nothing. They have no Holy Spirit. But I will tell you, the Holy Spirit lives in us. To those who have uh, received Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior, those who place their trust in Jesus Christ for their salvation, then that person receives the Holy Spirit. He said, what know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. You see, he lives inside, not outside us, but inside, He lives, uh, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. So you see here, the Holy Spirit lives in us. And again, if you go back to John chapter 15, verse number 4, he said, how can Jesus Christ, being now in heaven, can abide in us? He can because of the Holy Spirit that He left as our comforter. The Holy Spirit is here and He stays in us taking residence in our lives. Wherever we go, the Holy Spirit lives in us and He, he, and he is with us. So He says in verse number, verse number 4, 4 or verse number 3 and 4, John chapter four, uh, 15, John 15 verse number 4, Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. You see, as, as a Christian today, I can abide in the Lord Jesus Christ and know that His indwelling Holy Spirit 
indwelling, you know, um, the Spirit is the one that is leading me. He's the one that is leading me to do the things of God in my life. And again, it is, it is a great joy to, um, to abide, to stay, and to be faithful um, to the Lord Jesus Christ. And yet, the more I abide in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, the greater my desire to fulfill um, God's purpose in my life. I do not know if you see God's purpose in your life. I do not know uh, if you have figured it out what is the purpose of your life, why you exist. What is the reason why, you know, we need to stay uh, in this earth? Why, what is the reason of our existence? Is there a purpose why we are here today? Is, it, is the purpose of your life is just to travel around the world? To be able to see and look around these places? Or is, is your purpose in life is just to have uh, uh, you know, money and, or, or, or to be rich? Or is your purpose in life is just to have uh, um, a, a house, to be able to buy a house? My friend, I think you have to figure that out. Ask the Lord what's your purpose and, 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 and seek it out and see what God's purpose in your life. And again, the Lord will reveal it to you. Um, um, see it in the scripture, the Lord will reveal it to you. And our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, when you have that faithful relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, I will tell you, um, your very purpose will change. The purpose that you know, you know of in your life will change um, and you will live your life for the Lord Jesus Christ because we are called by God according to his purpose, not in our purpose. May I have, I have purpose in my life. I have a desire, I have a, a aspirations, I have something that I want to achieve. There is something that I want to accomplish, you know, in this life. But when I learn about the Lord Jesus Christ, wow, wow, that this, I know that is not right. And this one is not right. Now that is not right. I know what is the purpose, why the Lord places me in this, you know, country, in this city, because God has a purpose. He has a purpose. And, and he called us according to his purpose, not according to what you want, not according to, um, in, in five years time, I will have this, you know, I will have a house of my own. In, 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 in 10 years time, I will have my children and, and my children will go to this school and I will have security guards in each one of my children. <laughs> Now, we have purpose. We, we want that. We want, you know, we want um, things in our life. But again, if you look at the purpose of God and see God's purpose in your life, and things will get changed. Things will drastically change very far away from, you know, the, the previous um, purpose. You know, when I was in the Philippines and I had my business, I, I was really looking good. I was, I mean, I love it. I like to have that money flowing, you know, and, and uh, paying all my bills, then money flow in. And you see, uh, we want that. We want to have all that uh, things. We can buy what you want. You can, you can, you know, I remember really, uh, sometimes the Lord will poke your heart. Uh, I was just impressed one time before I got married. Um, I have my car. I think in, in our church, I'm the only person that has a car. Uh, in our in our church, and I was single, and look at my pastor. He has a motorbike. I mean motorcycle, and he's got four children. Bang bang bang! So all of them in one motorcycle, and me, I'm alone, and my my car is empty. And then one time I was lying in you know the bed and I'm thinking, uh, reading the Bible at the time, and then see, and then it just came into my mind. I did not plan that I will give away my, my car. It just came to my mind and that this is not right, you know. It's like the Holy Spirit telling me, it's not right. You have a car and your pastor has a motorbike and he has four children and Mom Eva was pregnant. So, um, I just, you know, just instantly right there. Okay, I grabbed my phone. My phone was analog, you know, the first time that I have my phone in those times. I called pastor, pastor, I said, pastor, you want a blessing? Yeah, oh, who, who doesn't want blessing, brother, what's that? Yeah. Okay, so my, our house not far, so I drove the car, parked there, 
and look for him and he was there so um talked to him i i handed to him the registration of the car the registration the proof of ownership and then the, the key give it to him so are you sure about this i said okay that's yours pastor you sure enjoy it then i mean in my mind i said i can i can i can afford taxi from our house to the workplace taxi every day i'm fine uh, it's just you know you take it away uh that car was not even you know um uh, I, I i i took the loan to to buy that car it's not even finished paying but you know i just gave it away and i'll tell you after one the next year i got you know one um uh, one car i mean that car is what's the name of that um um the small like pickup type but small yeah multi-cab multi-cab and then uh the same year towards the end of the year another van and then another van you see in just a matter of less than two years i have three god replaced my car once one single car with three and you see the lord you cannot really outgive the lord the lord is so faithful and uh, you, you'll see it's just that the lord will impress upon you and it's foolish you know when maybe my friend if i told my friend about that you know what i'm giving away my car are you foolish uh, are you out of your mind no it's just because people who do not know god who do not understand the lord and how he works in man's lives they do not see this they see things foolish things in us but I, i'll tell you it's not foolish because the the lord is uh, real the lord is true and he is the one that will bless us and i truly believe that you know um our blessings are just in the hands of god the lord is not releasing it yet because we are not yet faithful to him and the lord is just waiting for us to be faithful to him you see we are called according to the purpose of god not according to our mind because our mind is so um you know uh, um uh, obscure and and vague and we do not know what we do with our lives but the lord jesus christ is faithful therefore he is calling us to be faithful to him just be faithful to the lord be faithful to him and see and you will see the 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 the, the beauty of the lord to abide in the lord jesus is to be faithful to him in all that you do in all that you do yeah the lord has placed you in this church be faithful in this church if the lord will take you to another church be faithful in that church wherever you go it doesn't have to be here but all you need to do all you need to do is to find out that you know you must be faithful to god wherever the lord places you and again there are a few things this morning maybe several and and we will start off with john chapter 15 verse number 2 we will see the purpose the purpose of faithful living we ought to be faithful to god in everything that we do but there is a purpose to that faithful living what is the purpose the bible says here in verse number two every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away and every branch that beareth fruit he purgeth it or that means he purifieth that it may bring forth more fruit uh, jump to verse number um, 16 jump to verse number 16 of the same chapter verse number 15 ye have not chosen me but i have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain and whatsoever you shall ask of the father in my name he may give it you again the emphasis here of this text is bearing fruit but you cannot bear fruit if you are not you know faithful in your life you are not faithful you must be faithful in everything before you can be fruitful because faithfulness brings fruitfulness now here in order for us to be to bear fruit we must be faithful because god's purpose for your life and mine is that we will bear fruit for him titus chapter 3 verse 14 titus chapter 3 verse 14 the bible says and let ours also learn 
to maintain good works for necessary uses that they be not unfruitful. We have to be, you know, uh, you know, God wants us to be like a, um, what we call this, um, a shoecase. A shoecase, we place all those shiny, beautiful things inside that shoecase. It is a showcase because people will see inside and, and you know, something inside that is very beautiful, expensive material inside. And, and, and people will admire it. People will like, you know, appreciate the beauty. And then um, and they will see the worth of that beauty. They will see the worth of that item. That is a showcase. I will tell you, my friend, all of us Christians are God's showcase. We, we ought to be God's showcase of, first of all, His righteousness. Our lives must be, must be God's showcase of righteousness. If there are people in the world where people can see God, it must be us, not the people outside. It must be us. We ought to be the faithful people that the world can see. And while they see us, they will see God in us. When people see us, can they see God? That is why the apostle, I mean, Matthew said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven we ought to be that light we ought to be the people that will show god's righteousness god's faithfulness god's you know um, you know uh, abundant uh, blessings we ought to be the people that that when 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 the the world sees us they will see God in us and they will see, see, because they have God. That is why Pastor Jimbo's house, my pastor, um, they, they live in the slum, you know, uh, they have no road. It's just a walk path. You walk there beside the house because there's no, and, and a lot of houses and all that. And there was a fire somewhere, I think at the backside, there was a fire. And, uh, and the fire department came around and then evacuate the people go go out out of the house and people are carrying their items outside of the road very far away and they they stack all this stuff there outside the road because of the fire and the fire department called um, um, uh, they on the, the the place so that no cars can go in and out now <clears throat> uh, pastor jimbo's house was now the next house because pastor jimbo saw the uh, the, the, the fire leaking inside. I mean, like uh, going in into the house from, from the soffits of the outside of the house, going in from the wall. It already beginning to eat the house of Pastor Jimbo. And the fire, fireman came in and they said, go out, get out. And Pastor Jimbo, instead of going out, he, he went to another room. And right there in that room, he prayed. He prayed personally to God as if God was there, you know, in front of him. And he asked God for help. And, and he prayed and said, Lord, you said that um, call unto me in the day of trouble and I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. So he remembered that verse. He prayed that prayer and said to the Lord that verse. He said, Lord, you said this word that to call upon you in the time of distress and trouble. Now, Lord, I am in trouble. Lord, help me. I've saved my house because that house was really, you know, uh, Pastor Jimbo's hands was really doing, um, building that house. And he prayed there. And I'll tell you the next morning, the next morning, there's only one house standing all around. And that's his house. <laughs> only his house standing. And people passed by, you know, because there's no road there. People stop, passed by near the house and he can overhear them. Um, and saying these words, oh, uh, um, Jimbo's, Jimbo's house, yeah, because he has God. He can hear that, uh, uh, you can hear that word, in other words, in English, uh, because he has God in him. And what a testimony of that. And you know what? The house next to his house is a house of. Um, a family that is so devoted Catholic. 
and the children were carrying you know mama mary statue so big statue carrying out and outside you can see the bragging here oh of all the things uh, oh I, I was so happy that i was able to save my mama mary <laughs> he was able to save mama mary you know so mama mary is supposed to be saving them <laughs> but it's the other way around but you see you know it's supposed to be you know that that you know, we, we are the ones being being saved by the Lord because our God is real and true. And he asked the Lord for help because he is in real, real trouble. He was in real trouble. Lord, you said, you should just claim it. He said, Lord, you said, call unto me in the day of trouble and I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. And the Lord, he said, when Pastor Jimbo had that blessing in his life, he just praised the Lord and keep on praising the Lord. I will tell you, me listening to Pastor Jimbo's testimony like that, Oh, my heart melts. <laughs> my heart melts because I do not have that kind of faith. I do not have that kind of thing that we talk to the Lord right there as if God is there in front of you. I don't have that. I, don't, I have reservation in my mind. Maybe God does not hear me. But I will tell you right there, Pastor Jimbo is just pushing, pushing that, you know, um, the reality of God, the, the Lord that we are serving is real. I hope and pray that, you know, when you pray to the Lord, the Lord is real in your life. That's why, that's why I, I gave you my testimony about, about my prayer, also personal prayer, that I have my mango plantation and, and, the, and, the, and the typhoon came and, and, and I was in the city and my plantation is in the, in the barrio, in the uh, mountain barangay. And oh, I was troubled about, you know, when the branches of the trees are on the, on the, on the road and on the basketball courts, big branches of trees uh, fell to the... Uh, um, to the plane, I mean, to the court. I said, if branches of trees will fall, how much more my mango? <laughs> so I was troubled and I said, Lord, uh, still it's raining and, and gloomy and very dark. It's 10 o'clock in the morning, it's dark because of the dark clouds and the wind is still blowing and all that. I said, I went to the, I told you already, I, I went to the, I went to the um, bathroom. I locked the bathroom. I stand, I, I stand at the door and pray there, Lord, if I have your favor, oh God, uh, let, let it be, Lord, that when I get out of this building, um, you will stop the, you stop the wind, you stop the rain, and you clear the clouds. And then I said, Lord, I'm going out now. <laughs> I'm going out now. You know, I talked, you know, I learned this from Pastor Jimbo. From his experience that the Lord that we are praying, the Lord that we are asking help from, the Lord is real. I got out of the building, I got out, of, I mean, I got out of the bathroom, got out of the door, then out into the basketball court, and I look around, it's brighter, and it's getting brighter, and the wind ceased, the, the wind stopped. Whoa, my heart said, Lord, thank you. I keep on thanking the Lord, I went back inside, um, put in the black book. I went off and look, get into the mountain, and I arrived to my mango plantation. Wow, it was such a beautiful mango plantation, because even the branches, these big branches, the, it's not in the, in, not in the branches, the trunk, the trunk is full of mango, and and there's a lot of uh, mango trees I had. What a beautiful thing. And one week after, I realized, I overheard right there in the city that someone has died, committed suicide, because his mango plantation was flattened and millions and millions of pieces were damaged. And the owner of the mango plantation committed suicide. I tell you, I was sad at the same time, happy, because the Lord protected mine the Lord protected mine and God showed me that, you know, Adrian, look at this. How that I have saved yours and, and you see the devastation of the typhoon. How much, how much damage it caused, but I protected yours. As if God is showing me, I protected yours. You served me. I said, no question about it. No question about it. I said to the Lord, I will save you, Lord. Not because I received, you know, um, miracles from the Lord. It's just so much a blessing. When you experience miracle from the Lord, it's such a, you know, a life-changing, you know, uh, experience to you. 
when you experience God's miracle. And so many of our people here experience God's miracles. That's why they are so faithful to God because they are just, you know, uh, um, returning to God of His faithfulness. The purpose of faithful living, my friend, is for us to be fruitful to Him. We need to be fruit, fruitful to Him. Hey, go back to John chapter 15, verse number 2. Verse number 2, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purchaseth, it, that it may bring forth more fruit. And again, God's purpose for your life and mine is to bear fruit. In Psalm chapter 1, verse number 1. Psalm chapter 1, verse number 1. He said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Abiding in the Lord, staying close to God, Staying faithful, despite sometimes in our church it's boring now, and I don't like it. And but again, no matter how bore, boring we are, how, no matter how boredom will strike us, but I will tell you, uh, we are doing the things of the Lord. I know the young people. Uh, I know that it, sometimes they feel that, but I will tell you, a lot of our young people just fighting back against boredom, and they are they are staying um, faithful to their ministry, and the Lord has given to them. And again, that's what I did when I was younger. I feel bored and I don't want to go to church. I don't want to go attend the young, young people's program. But I fought back and the Lord has blessed me so much. The Lord has blessed me with so much blessing. This is a person that stays close with the Lord. And this person is being planted by the rivers of living water. And the result of you being planted in the church no matter what happened in whatever is the circumstances outside whatever is the you know the temperature outside you stay in the church you come to the church you you just being there in the church i will tell you you are like a tree that is being planted by the rivers of water that even though there is drought that plant that tree being planted in the rivers of water still has water underneath and it still supplies his needs an ending su supply because he is right there planted by the rivers of water and the result of that the result he will bear fruit in his season and none stopping is always having his fruit being you know uh, um, uh, he will always bear fruit uh, every single season faithfulness will lead all of us to know and fulfill the purpose of God. In Psalm chapter 92, verse number 13. Psalm chapter 92, verse number 13. The Bible says, Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. People that will stay in the church, they will be blessed by God in the church. Because God uses people in the church. God will not use people outside of the church. He only uses people in the church. And I can see this testimony. Pastor Gisalba, he is a doctor. He is a medical doctor. He is a surgeon. He, he left his, ministry, I mean his profession and jumped into the ministry. But before he left being doctor, being a medical doctor, he was there um, attending his clients and his um, his, his uh, um, um, patients, and and one 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 day a week, he gave it to his to the community. He he conducted a free clinic every I think Saturday or something. <clears throat> he conducted a free clinic. All those folks that have no money, they will come. But before <clears throat> they will they will receive a medicine from Doctor Salva. They will he will share the gospel to them. It's like saying. Uh, 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 brother, before you can get pill for your stomach, I will give you pill for your soul. <laughs> Every week, 13, 14, 15 people get saved from him. And he is faithful in the church nonstop. 
he's in the church in the morning, he has, he's in the church uh, evening, he comes to the church Wednesday, and he does not, you know, take a leave from the church, and he keeps on working and working until such time the Lord burdened him and, and, and impressed upon his heart to leave his, his uh, profession and jump into the ministry, and he closed up his, his um, uh, clinic, he shut down his clinic, and his wife cried, and his wife said, Dad, what about us? What about our children? And Pastor Gisalba said, what about God? <laughs> so they have, they have this, you know, um, uh, at first they have this problem of, and his peers, the doctors, um, the classmates of Dr. Gisalba, and those people that know him, the doctors also, and said, oh, now army is insane. Army is insane. Look at that. He left uh, being a doctor and just to be a pastor. He, 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 he made a lot of money being a doctor because he has a lot of patience and a lot of money will come in. Talk about 3,000 pesos, 4,000 pesos a week. That was way, way back, 1970s. And you see, um, when he left that, he, he came to the church and he only received 500 pesos a month. That is why Mom Gisalba cried, Dad, what about us? <laughs> so again, now Pastor Gisalba is uh, all of those doctors his age and even younger than him, it's all gone. They are all dead. And Pastor Gisalba until now preaching and preaching hard the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it is such a blessing that this testimony. This is what God has said. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They will be blessed by the Lord. The people that come to the church and stays in the church and be faithful in the church, they will flourish. They will be fat. They shall, they shall bring forth fruit in old age. Pastor Gisalba, if you hear him preach, you will still, you know, see that he has still the power to preach the word of God, even at like 92, 94 years old. But he still has that, you know, um, the, the, the passion to preach the word of God. How many times Pastor Gisalba was not allowed by his doctor to, to preach? Neither talk. He said, Pastor, you cannot talk. You know, rest your your esophagus and your you know do not talk for for a week. Just take a rest from preaching. Do not preach. And Pastor Salvo, for many times, you know, he goes to church and he has this big, big uh, uh, like uh, um, uh, what's this like a placard here, or, or, you know, um, in, on his chest is a big placard. It says. Um, um, don't talk, just smile. <laughs> don't talk, just smile. Because the doctor said, don't talk, don't talk for a week. But until today, Pastor Gisalba is still preaching. This is what God said. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing because that is the promise of God. Faithfulness to the Lord will lead us to know and fulfill the purpose of God in our lives. Not just the purpose of faithful living, but also the product of faithful living. The product of faithful living. Go back to our text in John chapter 15. This time, verses 4 and 5. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except you abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Now, what specifically is meant by fruit bearing? What does that mean? What is really the meaning of fruit bearing, my friend? The fruit um, uh, that God wants us to bear here is actually first and foremost as we know it is the fruit of the of the spirit we know that in 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 the book of galatians 
chapter 5, verse number 22, it lays down all this fruit of the Spirit. It's all about uh, our inner self, our inner character that is being developed there because of the fruit of the Spirit. And we have this love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, and all those time, uh, things in the list. Now, that is not just all. That is just from within. And the Lord also wants us to bear fruit outside and that is the souls of men that we have won to the lord that that means that all of us must win people to christ all of us maybe winning them by coming to church and got saved there praise the lord but also going to them and share the gospel and win them to christ where they are and in whatever way in whatever capacity that we can come to them and share the gospel we will do it because that is the fruit of the spirit there must be people around us that must come to know Christ while, you know, we are here on this earth. Because we cannot win souls in heaven. Only here. Winning souls cannot happen there. And there's no winning souls in heaven. But here on this earth, we have opportunity and praise the Lord. Many of us would say, oh, I hope that the Lord will come very soon so that I, I, all my problems will be gone. And that's good. I'll tell you that is good. But that is very selfish. If the Lord will come today, your best friend, if he's not saved, will never be with you. And you will be separated from him for the rest of your life. And not just for the rest of your life, for the rest of eternity. Because again, my friend, if our person will fail to, if they neglect that so great salvation that I spoke about this morning, if they neglect that so great salvation, then we will, if, they, if we will lose them, we will lose them forever. That is why, you know, I have, I have a desire that the Lord will come now. I have in my heart that, Lord, oh, I would love that you will come now. But I still realize, oh, I have a lot of friends that I know that are not saved yet. I have a lot of people that I know that are not saved yet. Now, if I'm selfish, I wish, I wish the Lord will come now. Because I, I will be experiencing all this glorious uh, uh, beauty of the Lord seeing the streets of gold and uh, uh, living in a, in a, in a mansion um, that, that the Lord prepared for me and, and, and having that gates of pearls there is nothing in this world that you know can, can be in comparison to that beautiful place that Jesus Christ prepared for me the Bible says in in John chapter 14 verse number 1 to 4 let your heart uh, let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there may be also now God is you know telling us that uh, we are going to um, you know, uh, to be happy with him for all eternity. But again, I, I look at it as a very selfish thing. A lot of Christians, when they are in suffering, they just wish that the Lord will come now. When, when the husbands are, you know, uh, troubled by their wives, they just wish that the Lord will come now. When, 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 when the wife is being oppressed by the husband, the wife will pray that Lord come now, but again, that is very selfish. We we only we only ask the Lord to come because we are in trouble, and we do not look at the souls of men that do not have Christ yet, and we do not wish that the Lord will save them first before the Lord will come. The right prayer is supposed to be that Lord, I pray that. My, my best friend will, will, will hear the gospel before death closes his eyes. Before death comes to him, please, Lord, allow that the gospel will be preached unto him and that he will be saved. That is supposed to be the right prayer. Not that because we are in pain, we are in, 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 in uh, tragedy, or we are in uh, depression, that we want the Lord to come now. Because that is... A bit selfish but my friend we have here the purpose and and the, the product of our faithful living the product is the um, the fruit of the Spirit and also the product of our faithful living is 
we can bring others to Christ because that is the greatest thing that we can do in this world. A lot of wise men already had passed and a lot of wise men still may be here. But I will tell you, there is only wise person that no wise person in this world can, can really compare. And that is a person um, that the Lord commended here in Proverbs 11 verse number 30. Proverbs 11 verse 30, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he, and he, who is that he? He that winneth souls is wise. A person that shares the gospel, the person that accumulates a lot of money, people will say, oh, he's, he's very brilliant, he's wise, he's very successful. No, my friend, you have mistaken what is success in this life. You have mistaken what is the real thing in this life. The real thing in this life is not the money we accumulate in the bank. The real thing in this life is not the houses that we can build for our names. The real thing in this life is that you have won a person to Christ and you are so wise because that person that you have won to Christ will not end just for a month or a year or, 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 or a hundred years or a thousand years or million years or billion years or, or, or trillion years or quadrillion years or quintillion years and so on. I'll tell you that soul will stay, you know, uh, for all eternity with God. And every single moment there, that soul, that soul, you know, will be marked by your faithfulness. And the Lord will say, because you are faithful, look at that person. For all eternity, you know, under your name. Because you are so faithful. In your faithfulness, the, you, you're, you're, the, you'll be glorified, not really as glorified as the Lord, but because the Lord will be glorified and we will also be lifted up together with Him. Because these things, you know, the Lord will be um, glorified. You see, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. You see, um, again, not just, not just that we have the product of the faithful living, and also lastly here, we have the praise of faithful living. The praise of faithful living. John 15, verse number 8. John 15, verse 8. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. A faithful Christian, my friend. A faithful Christian is a fruitful Christian. He is a fruitful Christian. A faithful Christian will bring glory to our Heavenly Father. Yeah. I will tell you the chance is now. In the past, we have not glorified the Lord. And we cannot do anything. We cannot alter the past. In the future, we cannot tell whether we have future. Whether we'll still be alive next week. Or whether we'll still be alive tomorrow. But the, the only chance that we can glorify God is now. If we begin now to glorify the Lord, I will tell you... Um, we have a good chance that we can glorify our Father in heaven. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, and so shall be my, ye be my disciples. You see, the ultimate end of man is to glorify God. Yeah. I tell you, we do not win souls or give offerings or do good things or do good works to glorify ourselves. We do not do that. But I will tell you, my friend, a faithful Christian will deflect all this glory. When people will begin, oh, oh, you are so great. No, no, I'm not great. Only by the grace of God that I have done that. Deflect, deflect the glory. Do not absorb it. Because the God that we are serving is a jealous God. And it's only God that enables us, you know, to do good works. We do good things. That's not our nature. Because then deep within us is evil. Deep within us is worldliness. Deep within us is all this carnality. 
but only by the grace of God because of the Holy Spirit of God that indwells in us that we have this now capacity to do good works. When we do good works, it's not for us to brag about, but it's for us to glorify the Lord. Lord, thank you that you have allowed me to do such a good deed. But Lord, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about my person. It's all about you, Lord. You see, that is the real faithful Christian. The real faithful Christian is a Christian that will only deflect all the glory, all the praises, all the honor to the God of heaven. He will give the glory to God. You see, the more spiritual fruit we bear, the more we glorify God, the more we see God's greatness, and the more we shrink. We shrink and we shrink. The more we see the greatness of God, the more we see how small we are. You see, before when I see people, wow, this this man is a is a you know is a, a, a renowned doctor and, and a very rich person. And we we we, be, we are now we feel like you know we are intimidated by the presence of these people. But when I see the Lord, oh, I don't care about these rich people. I don't care about this, you know, who, whoever they are. But the, the Lord that I'm serving is the greatest of all. No one can be like unto our God, our Father. You know, if you do not see the greatness of God, you will see these people or you'll be afraid of these people. You'll be afraid of this man. You'll be afraid of that woman because, you know, you see their greatness. But when you see the greatness of God, all of the great things in this world will shrink into, into oblivion. And you see, the more spiritual fruit we bear, the more we glorify the Lord. And again, um, our, the praise of faithful living, individually, each and every individual, we, we give glory to God. A mother that is always, you know, um, beaten up by the husband, stayed faithful with, with, with her husband until the Lord changed everything. And the, and the husband got saved. And I'll tell you, the husband was so loving that's beyond the woman's expectation. And uh, it's, just, it's just amazing the transformation of the husband. And because of the faithfulness of the wife, that despite of how she was treated by the husband, and all those times and all those years until such time that the husband... You know, um, got in his right mind by the by the mercies of God, and the husband just repaid the the the, the, the cruelty that um, he he had shown to to the woman and to the wife, and he repaid it with all humility and love, and uh, the woman lived in a in a in a very happy happy life because the Lord touched the heart of um, her husband. Again, individually, we can give glory to God. The Lord was glorified in that family because of the faithful wife. The faithful wife. My mother, my mother, you know, uh, uh, my, my father was, was sometimes uh, doing, you know, not great things and um, to, to, to hurt my mother. But I'll tell you, my mother was so faithful to my father. He was, she was so faithful that... Despite sometimes we have they have third uh, uh, party problem women and all that and my mother was very faithful to my father and continued to be faithful even until my father got bedridden and then he died and 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 for 30 years after my father died my mother was still very faithful always go to went to the uh, cemetery and and he, he she will always demand her children to uh, you know uh, my, my my siblings to take her to the cemetery uh, that's so very faithful faithful uh, wife my mother was and also she was very faithful mother to us and again um, despite of what my father did um, she just remained so faithful and the Lord was glorified in that. And that's why maybe the, the reason why the Lord has blessed all of us, his, um, their children. There are 11 of us alive, 16 if all are alive. I am the 14th child. 
and the Lord bless our family so much. And not because maybe of my father, for sure. It's because of our mother that was so faithful to the Lord, so faithful to her husband, and so faithful to uh, to her children, and so faithful even to the neighbors around. My mother was so faithful, and again, the Lord, you know, blessed her with long life. My my father died in 1989. My 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 mother died uh, 2019. 30 years apart. So. My, my mother's life was longer than my father's and uh, it's because the Lord blessed her. Individually, we can give praises to the Lord and as also as a church, we can as a church give praises and glory to God. Bearing fruit, winning souls and all these things that we do in the church, God receives the glory. The Lord should be glorified in our personal life individually and corporately as a church or severely as a churches whatever it is the lord should be glorified and be magnified you see my friend in conclusion this evening our christian life and the purpose of our christian life is that all of us individually should bear spiritual fruit now if you have faith in the lord and in your faith, and your faith does not bear fruit, then because of that, it attracts a lot of questions, whether you are saved or not. It puts question in your Christian life, whether you are saved or not. If you are not faithful, why you cannot be faithful to the Lord that is so faithful? Why we cannot give our life to the Lord who also, first and foremost, gave his life to us? Are you not happy that you are saved today and you are bound to go to heaven and you will not experience hell? Are you not happy to serve the Lord with that? Are you still, are you still, you know, um, um, you know neglecting the Lord uh, because of, you know, the cheap money that we can find in our workplaces? You, we are trading, we are trading the great things of God with, you know, artificial things, not real. <coughs> We are trading the real, the real beauty uh, of the Lord for little things. My friend, I hope that it, it will change our mind. We as Christians, we are supposed to be uh, fruitful Christians. We are supposed to be faithful Christians because faithful Christians are the Christians that will bear fruit. And again, your, your faith without works, the Bible says it's dead. It's not going to be useful. It's not going to be attractive. It's not going to be impressing unto the Lord because you have not been, um, you know, uh, exercising the, 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 the uh, glory of the Lord in your spiritual life. But if you um, allow the Lord to use you, then it will be um, um, something that the Lord will be glorified. And others... Um, no spiritual fruit that means you may need to be saved and you, need, you may need to enter a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ but I will tell you my friend the Bible tells us this in last verse in Matthew chapter 13 verse 23 there is only one reason why you bear fruit yes, maybe because uh, or why you are not bearing fruit, maybe because you are not saved. But the save is like this. Verse number 23, Matthew 13, 23. He that receives seed into good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. You will in any way bear fruit. Other than that, there is a big question. Do not put question mark in your Christian life. Be faithful to God and bear fruit because that is what we are and that is the purpose of God in our life. The praise of faithful living. The, the product of faithful living and the purpose of 
of faithful living. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for reminding us to be faithful because, Lord, first and foremost, you are faithful to us. And you want us, Lord, to be faithful to you. And Lord, help us, O oh God, that we will, we will be faithful to you, Lord, in little things and in the big things. That, Lord, in everything that we do, that everything that we do will redound to your glory and honor. And bless all your people tonight, Lord. I pray that we have been um, given the, um, the full dose of your word tonight, that uh, we can go through the week with um, enthusiasm, with um, faithfulness in our hearts and determination to give glory to your name. And we walk, uh, Lord, uh, the Christian walk that you want us to walk. And help, Lord, your people, because as we walk along the way, we may stumble, but help us, Lord, lift us up whenever, Lord, we fall. Oh, God, I pray that you will um, make your people fruitful and faithful, and everyone, Lord, will do our things to glorify your name. Bless all of us, Lord. Bless the families. Bless the individuals. Bless, Lord, uh, uh, the children, the mothers, the fathers in our church. Bless all of us, O oh God, and Lord, reunite us once again in the coming midweek service and onward to our um, fellowships along the way until Sunday once again. Lord, I pray that uh, we will all be serving you with our hearts are full of gladness and joy because, Lord, we have received great blessings from you through your word. Bless all of us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand. Let's uh, sing the final hymn.